0: Inflation in US is 8.2%. Inflation in India is 7.4%. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Dear Money. I am Mohamita Pal and in today's episode, I will first talk about all the important news and events from last week, followed by a brief roundup of the economies. Then I will move to today's special topic where I will be talking about investment during periods of high inflation. Let us begin. IMF has reduced the global growth forecast to 2.7% for the year 2023. Previously, the number was 2.9%. Moving to Europe. IMF expects the economy to grow by only 0.5% in 2023. Earlier, the expectation of growth was 1.2%. IMF expects that Germany and Italy will be posting negative growth numbers in 2023. However, France and Spain will be in positive. Moving to UK, the current prime minister is facing a loss of confidence after the mini budget was perceived very poorly by the markets. To salvage the situation, the prime minister has removed the finance minister who had presented the budget. The Bank of England had also had to step in. Too much of action in such a short period of time is not good for the confidence, not good for economic growth. Moving to US, the inflation number for September was 8.2%. The number was again slightly higher than what was anticipated. Markets remained quite nervous. The core CPI inflation, which is inflation excluding food and fuel, also went up, which was not expected. Prices of some components like services and shelter continue to rise even now. Have the prices peaked out? Maybe not. The University of Michigan survey for October has shown that people are expecting inflation to rise even further. The inflation expectation for the short term, which is one year, and the medium term, which is five year, both the numbers have increased. In other data points, the US retail sales were flat in September. The expectation was that of a small rise. The sales of big ticket items like motor vehicles or electronics and appliances all remain low in September. Despite all this, the consumer sentiment as measured by the University of Michigan survey improved in October. However, this is a preliminary number and the final data is due in two weeks. The IMF has also kept the growth forecast for U.S. unchanged at 1%. Talking about India, India's CPI inflation rose to 7.4% in September. The previous reading was 7%. High prices of cereals, particularly rice and wheat is creating the rise in inflation. The prices of other goods like pulses, milk products are also rising. Another indicator which measures inflation in India is the wholesale price inflation or the WPI inflation that has also remained in double digit in September. However, there was a slight fall in this number from the month of August. Given the inflation trajectory in India, the market was expecting that RBI would continue to increase the policy rates in the next two months. However, the monetary policy minutes of the September meeting was released last week and it is showing that MPC members, at least some of them, are suggesting either a pause or to increase rates at a slower pace. So, a 35 basis point rate hike instead of a 50 basis point rate hike. The industrial production data was released in August and it is in contraction. Analysts are of the view that the global slowdown is affecting the exports which was propping up industrial production growth in the past. The manufacturing PMI which is a good indicator of the manufacturing activities in India, that index has fallen in the month of September. So, the industrial production number for the month of September may also lie low. There are few other high-frequency indicators like freight, export, port traffic, and electricity consumption, which are also slowing down. To round up the economies, China, the economy is moving at a slow pace. There is no visible impact of the stimulus packages yet in the economic growth. Europe, the energy prices is hitting the economies. The economic activity is likely to slow down even further. UK, too much confusion prevails now regarding the budget, the activities of the Bank of England. All this will weigh down the economic growth further. US, inflation worries continue to dominate. Rate hikes are also being factored in by the market. But sentiments remain upbeat. India, inflation is becoming a big concern and is casting a shadow on the economic growth. Now moving to today's special topic, I will talk about investment during periods of high inflation. I have broken it into three broad segments. In the first segment, I will talk about what does a high inflation mean? In the second section, I will talk about why is inflation high in India? And thirdly, I will talk about how to invest during this periods of high inflation. Let me start with the first section, which is what does a high inflation mean? The latest inflation number in India is 7.4%. What does this number mean? In simple terms, it means it is the date at which the prices are rising in India. In India, inflation is measured using an index called the consumer price index. The consumer price index has various goods and services which an Indian consumer has. For example, goods like fruits, vegetables, services like education, housing, transportation, etc. All these components have a fixed weight in the CPI index all these components have a fixed weight in the consumer price index so every month the movement of these particular components are tracked then this data is clean and is used in making the consumer price index that is how we reach the cpi for the month of september however that is not your inflation number for calculating the inflation number The consumer price index of September of 2020 has to be compared with the consumer price index of September 2021. That growth rate is your inflation number. And at this point of time, that number is 7.4%. I know this is a bit technical. However, if any of you are interested in knowing more about it, how to see the components or how to do the index calculation, you can write to me at gmail.com. I would love to do a podcast on it or even reply to you if there are any particular queries regarding the same. Now, let me come to the second part. Why is inflation high? Inflation has been high and rising for most of the global economies and also in India. While there are many reasons why it is causing this, let me talk about the three most important ones. Number one, volatile oil prices after russia began its attack on ukraine towards the beginning of the year the oil prices were increasing from being around 70 dollar per barrel in the month of february it quickly moved to around 120 dollar per barrel in the month of june july this was a quick and sudden jump the impact of the crude oil prices on other goods and services were many the direct impact was felt in the price of petrol and diesel And I am sure all of you must have felt it when you have gone to the petrol pump to refill your car. This has also led to the rise in the prices of other services like Uber, Ola or other similar services. In other words, the cost of transportation has also increased. Now what are the other effects? Think of a farmer who wants to send his oranges from Nagpur and he wants to sell it in Mumbai. Now this farmer has to pay higher prices for the transportation he will not want to bear the transportation cost. So he will try to pass it on to the final consumers. So the consumers in Mumbai who want to eat those oranges will pay a higher price for the oranges from Nagpur. So the price of oranges as measured in the Mumbai market will also be rising. So all these things are building up on your CPI or your consumer price inflation number, supply ability of the country. Now as we all know, China is a major supplier of a variety of commodity goods. It also makes a lot of intermediate goods which are used for manufacturing and consumer goods. Now the shortage of these commodities has led to a delay in the finishing of the final products. Now let me give you an example. All cars need chips. Estimates say that a non-electric vehicle would need around 1000 plus chips and an electric one would almost need 2000 plus chips. Now, chips have been in shortage since the pandemic. This shortage has led to increase in prices of the chips and that has also had a cascading effect on your final inflation numbers. Number three, uneven rainfall. The farming of the kharif crops in India takes place usually in the month of June-July with the arrival of the monsoon rains. And the harvesting is done towards mid of September when the monsoon wind However, the timeline of the monsoon has been erratic for the past couple of years. So the monsoon did not start in the month of June, it started July and the rains are still continuing. So it is also raining now in September, October and these kinds of rains are actually damaging the crops because harvesting is not being able to be done now. And the other problem is the rainfall has been erratic, there have been bouts of rainfall followed by periods of drought. So this kind of uneven rainfall reduces the agricultural yield. Now let me move to the third part, how to invest during this period of high inflation. So our inflation is at 7%, so we will need an asset which will at least give a return of 7% in a year. Let us look at the different possible assets which you can invest in. What happens if you keep your money in your savings account? The savings account will give you a return of 3 to 3.5% every year. Inflation is at 7%. So the real value of your money is going down by 3 to 3.5%. What about fixed deposit? For one year, the fixed deposit rate would be around 5 to 6%. It means that the real value of your money will go down by around 1 to 2%. What about investment in bonds? If you are looking to invest in bond mutual funds, then the one year return is in the range of 2 to 4%. Here again, the real value of your money is going to go down by 3 to 5%. Fourth option, investment in equity. Now, it is very difficult to say what is the exact range of return. There would be some firms which would make give you a good return, some firms which would give you a bad return. However, businesses which is capital heavy or sitting on a high level of debt may not be a good choice. Again, businesses which have a very high dependence on raw materials may also perform poorly when inflation is so high. However, the benchmark index has been giving a return of around 13 to 14% return every year. but. The benchmark index also has its own risk, the number can be volatile and there is risk associated with it. So what should you do as an investor? It depends on your risk appetite. If you are an individual who does not want to take any risk, you want to save your principal amount, then the option of fixed deposit can be a suitable one for you. However, if you have the appetite for taking the risk and you want your real money to grow, then investing in a benchmark index can be a good option please do your own due diligence before investing your money do protect your money happy investing thank you for your time i am Momita Pal, and you are listening to dear money